Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to another episode of the Poly Rob Podcast, man. I appreciate y'all tuning in. Make sure you subscribe on all of our platforms where our podcast is. Uh, make sure you subscribe on Apple Music, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, and every other platform uh, that we have our podcast. We're on Spreaker now as well, so check it out on Spreaker. And, uh, you know, once again, I appreciate y'all. Uh, joining me for another episode um, of some real life shit that's going on. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know I got my medicine ball, so you know it is the morning time or at mid-afternoon or whatnot. And uh, I got a dope uh, topic today. I got a dope topic today. Everybody knows today is uh, Dr. Martin Luther King's birthday, and we're celebrating him Um you know, the parade is going on right now as we speak. We're in L.A. I'm in L.A. Um, and the Dr. Martin Luther King parade is going on right now as we speak. Um, it's kind of different from all other years that they've had the parade, uh, you know, because of the uh, teacher strike. You know, a lot of the kids are not uh, participating in the actual parade because they didn't have time to prepare. Um, a lot of the uh, L.A. Unified School di- Districts, uh, the schools in the district um, are not, you know, participating as well. So it's a little bit different. The parade is a little bit different right now. You know, they got the real 92.3 at the parade. Shout out to them. Uh, shout out to Dr. Dove. Uh, you know, he's the uh the chief and president of uh, the King Day Parade. And we've had the pleasure of working with him um, for numerous amounts of years. We didn't work this year because we had a lot of stuff going on, but we will be working every year after this year uh, for the duration of the King Day Parade. Uh, So that's a great thing. Uh, I hope everybody goes out and enjoys the King Day Parade, no matter how many changes uh, went on. Go enjoy the parade. Go enjoy the people. I know a lot of people say, uh, you know, there's always fights and it's always some bullshit at the King Day Parade. No, it's not. Not all the time. You know what I mean? Not all the time. Uh, it's family out there. It's friends. Um, you know, the law enforcement is out there. So if you're in the house right now debating on whether you should go to the parade, get your ass out of here and go Enjoy the parade, man. It's some, it's some, it's some good things. We need that. We need that in the community. Um, which brings me to my topic for today. Uh, the title is pretty, pretty crazy, but it's for a reason. It's for a reason. Uh, the topic is while you're woke, I'm still dreaming. I'm gonna say it again. While you're woke, while you on your woke shit. I'm still dreaming. I'm still dreaming. Uh, Like Dr. King, I'm still dreaming. Um, And the reason why I called it that is for a couple of reasons. Um, Because, you know, this is the time, 2019, where everybody is using a term that they're woke. Woke as in, I see what what's really going on with the government. I see what's really going on with the people. 
I see what's really going on with society and how they position things to happen. Uh, whereas Dr. King, um, I believe he was, he, you know, of course he's been woke, but he, uh, came at it from an aspect of, uh, even though we see it, you know, I have a dream that one day this whole thing will change. Y'all know the whole spill. Y'all know the, the speech. I ain't got to explain it. Um, but I definitely want to talk about this topic because we're at the stage where, where we see the real what goes on. We understand it. Even our kids understand uh, the hardships that uh, we've had to face, our ancestors had to face, and so forth and so on. Um, but now we're at a stage where it's like, okay, what do you do now? What do you do? Before we get to that, I want to talk about just me, myself. I look at segregation a little bit different. And I, I wouldn't say slavery so much. It's more about segregation, racism in that nature. I look at it a little bit different only because my family, my background, um, you know, we're from Central America. You know, we're from Belize. Because I think about it in the context of someone trying to hold you back due to the fact of not the color of your skin, but because they feel like that you have something to bring to the table that's a little bit more in tune, a little bit more better, a little bit more. They feel like that you can you can get things done better than they can. So they use schemes. They use uh, uh, you know, whatever tactics that they use to try to hold you back because they know that if it's time to farm, you're going to farm better than them. If it's time to, uh, you know, learn lessons or read or whatever, they feel like that you can excel at that better than them. If it's time to build the community, they feel like that you can build that better than them. And, Let's just be honest, y'all. Nobody likes to lose. Nobody likes to lose out on their job. Nobody likes to lose in uh, sports. Nobody likes to lose money off a bet. No one. Forget the color. No one likes to lose. No one likes to lose. Which brings me to my point of I look at racism and slavery a little bit different is because I'm looking at it from a standpoint of economic power. And when you st- understand economic power, you understand that they trying to win. They trying to win. Whomever you feel like is the oppressor, they're trying to win and stay winning. It's not like the NFL where it's like, no, you win a championship one year, then next year somebody else is on top, then next year somebody else is on top, then next year somebody else is on top. No. They want to be on top indefinitely. They want to win indefinitely. Money is the thing. We have positioned Society to be money is what makes you win. Money is what 
embodies the power. And that's what they want. They want the power. They want the power. Dr. King was always preaching from a standpoint of it's not about the color of blacks against whites. It's about the people in power that are trying to make this whole thing a segregated situation. They put in front of you that whites are superior to blacks. They put in front of you that blacks are supposed to fight with blacks. They put in front of you that Latinos are supposed to fight with blacks. Asians are supposed to fight with Latinos. They put all of that stuff in front of you so they can stay on top. I believe that Dr. King's lesson was more so in the sense of we all one people at some way, shape or form. We all human beings. We all human beings. We can all coexist and have. We can all coexist and live and flourish. We can all coexist and have good lives. That is the mind state of a humanitarian. Someone who thinks of a person as a human being and not as a black, not as a white, not as an Asian, not as a, you know, not as a figure of being rich, not as a figure of being poor, uh, not as a figure of being uh, less powerful or more powerful than the next. He believed that everybody had something to bring to the table. Somebody can and you never know the janitor can be one of the most important figures in an organization. You never know. But if you don't think that way, you'll never start to put things together. Uh, I just watched on uh, Facebook that it was a, it was a lady that uh, uh, it was a lady that she was a, a graduate in college. She was getting her degree and she went to a retreat to a trip uh, out of out of out of the country or whatnot. I didn't get the whole story, but she went to a trip out of the country, and she ended up meeting these orphans, about two hundred orphans, and she ended up giving up her entire school career or whatever profession she was going to be embedded in, just to help the two hundred orphans, because she's seen that it was a greater need to help them that it was for her to succeed at whatever she was doing with her career. That's what I mean by proper equality. This is somebody who gave up her entire career to help those in need because her purpose, her purpose is about equality, treating somebody as you would as you would treat yourself helping somebody as if you would help yourself this is what i'm talking about when we talk about being woke let's talk about being woke when you get a piece of information what do you do with it do you understand what it is and you act upon it 
Do you take the information and just hold it and reserve it? Do you take the information and you apply it for, to somebody else so they can learn? What do you do with that information? This is something that I'm I'm question I'm a question mark on that. Because when I get a piece of information, I either use it to the advantage of whatever me and my team got going, whether you know me and my family got going, I want to use it in some way shape or form. It may not be something for me, information for me, but it's probably information for somebody else. For somebody else to get off their ass or do whatever it is that they want to do. There's a lot of people on social media. You know, that's on a woke thing. They woke. They understand now. The funny thing about it is. I've been knowing people for years that been on that (laughs) y'all late y'all late when it comes to eating the right food taking the right you know vitamins you know positioning yourself in the right profession to do the right things one of my guys told me some real shit he was like man A lot of people work themselves up, get the money that they want, get the position that they want at the company, work themselves up and doing great things for the company. Do a lot of great shit, feeling good and everything. All the way to the end where they figure out, they finally figure out that you're just as powerless As the first day you walked in that company building. Wow. Think about that for a minute. Think about that. You're just as powerless. Being the vice president. As the first day you walked in. Now, what does that really mean? Powerless as in. Or when I first started, I could fire people. And now, you know, well, no, sorry, take it back. When I first started, I couldn't fire people. And then now as a vice president, I can fire people. You think that that's power. Okay, that's cool. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when you walked in the first time when you got that job. They worked you like a dog. They didn't give you the right vacation time. You hated to work there because it wasn't something that you wanted to do. Or if it's something that you wanted to do, but you had to work hard to get to the top. But now that you're at the top, you work even harder. Of course, you got bigger decisions. And now you start to treat Everybody that's under you Like how they treated you When you was coming up You treat them like shit You don't listen to their ideas You bypass Whatever they're trying to say That's what I mean That's what I mean by 
you had the same amount of power when you walked in than you being vice president. What do you do with the information that you now obtain? When you get in a high position at a job or at an organization or whatever, what are you doing to make society better, business etiquette better, communities better? What are you doing to make things better there? When I was working at Fry's Electronics, you know, I had a I had a, a supervisor. And I was a supervisor myself. And uh he was on my head. Let's make sure we keep the department clean. Make sure you make your quarters and sell and do do what you gotta do. Cool, no problem. And then it would be times where all my all my workers, because I, I was a, a camera camcorder supervisor. So I would tell, you know, I would tell all my uh my employees, like, yo, go ahead and make that money. Go ahead and make that money. Get your money. You know, we're gonna take care of this backstock, even if some sometimes I gotta clean the backstock to make sure y'all go out there and sell, do your thing. Because they sales depended on how much I was gonna get in my check. And then for them, I want them to be able to come into work and feel good about getting some money feel good about getting some money. So I was a camera camcorder supervisor and I would tell all my employees like, yo, get your money, B. I'll go back there and I'll clean up. I'll do whatever. I'll clean the top stock and everything. Just go get your money. Why did I say that? All the other supervisors was like, nah, we got to get the back stock clean. We got to get ready for VCOM. We got to get ready for you know, all this type of sales and whatever. I'm like, get your money. I said that because I knew that when I woke up in the morning, when I woke up in the morning, the only thing that got me happy was to move towards getting enough money or doing enough things to be able to do my music eventually. That was my reason for me getting up and going to work. And I li- listen, I live literally five minutes away. I live down the street, straight down, Rosecrans, straight down. And I was still late sometimes because some days I just wouldn't want to get up and just deal with the bullshit. But I'm saying that to say this. As a supervisor, I changed my the way that I taught and the way that I performed and the, the way that I work with my employees, because I knew that all the other ones, all the other supervisors was on some shit like, man, I want you to just do what I say. For me, it was like, I want you to do what's right for you. I had a meeting with all my employees and they like, yo, man, I'm trying to make money, man. It's the holidays coming up. Boom, boom. I'm like, all right, well, cool. Well, you finna go get this bread. Now, keep in mind. Us making money in the department is making the company dumb money. So this is a win-win. It's a win for the company. It's a win for my employees. It's a win for me. It's a win for the company. We might not have had the best looking backstock or whatever, but who gives a shit? It's boxes in the back. 
and his box is in the back. It's going to always be in the back. I don't give a shit. I want to make money and I want my employees to make money. And this is a time where we got hourly and we got commission. So I'm like, man, if y'all don't go hammer. So every morning when I would open up, all you would hear is camera uh, camcorder uh, department. They done made their money. They done made over their money. We was winning. But I was saying, I'm saying that to say, I use my power for the goodness of the community and the people that I was working with. That's what I used it for. That's what Dr. King is about. No matter how big, no matter how small your situation and your community is. And that's the thing that I think people forget. People forget that just in your own workplace, that's your community. Just on your own block or, you know, the the, the park that you hang around, you know, the school that you go to, that's your community. We're not asking everybody to, you know, go up and, you know, try to be a, 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 a sufficient militant black power type of person. We're not asking everybody to do that. We're not asking everybody to do that. We asking people within your little community of people that you deal with. Do right by them. Teach people how to be humble, how to be caring, how to be giving, how to be human beings. Teach people how to do that. It don't matter what color. It doesn't matter. That's the thing that Dr. King always preached. It don't matter what color. If you stand next to me, it's only going to be two things that's going to happen. Either my etiquette and my attitude is going to rub off on you or your etiquette and your attitude is going to rub off on me. Two things that's going to happen. That's what the nonviolence method was for. That's what it was for. It was because y'all can be violent. Y'all can be violent. We're not going to be violent. And eventually this shit is going to rub off on you. And it rubbed off on a lot of people. It rubbed off on enough people to be able to change the government around for us to be able to see this day that we are in today. And although it's not a perfect time, it's not too much of a terrible time either. Because guess what? I can walk outside right now and go get me something to eat and might not be harassed. I wasn't harassed yesterday. I wasn't harassed the day before. I wasn't harassed the day before. I wasn't harassed the day before. Back in the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, wouldn't have been able to say that. Wouldn't have been able to say that. I'd have been like, I wasn't harassed today. Yesterday I was harassed. Yesterday I was harassed. And the day before, I watched my friend die. So it was getting better. But it's up to us to live righteous. And let me say this, because I don't 
think about racism as white people against everybody else. I think of racism as people of power trying to hold other people down. That's how I think of racism and that's how I think of segregation is because keep in mind, if you're one of those people that see somebody that don't look like you, don't dress like you, don't act like you, and you automatically quick to judge, you're in that segregation mode. You're in the mode too. You're in the mode too. Get out of that. Some of my bestest friends are people that don't look like me. They don't talk like me. They don't live in the same house I live in. They don't live close to me. But some of my bestest friends, you know why? It's because we understand that my culture and your culture can coexist. We just got to find a common ground for it. And it ain't ain't what this life. I, I thought that's what life is about. It's about exploring and finding people, you know, and learning new things and getting better. I thought that's what this life was about. Man, it's gotten so bad as, you know, people don't even want to leave their own city because they're afraid of what's on the other side. They're afraid. I've been in Atlanta three times last year. I've been in Atlanta three times last year. And although, you know, they say that, you know, in the South, you know, it's racism is, is real. It's definitely real. It's there. You know what I'm saying? It's there a little bit more than, you know, the L.A.'s, the New York's of the world, you know, Miami's of the world. Um, But I've experienced some of the best hospitality in Atlanta. Some of the best love in Atlanta. Some of the best enjoyment and togetherness in Atlanta, New Orleans, uh, Charlotte. Some of the best places to just, you know, exist. I see why a lot of people move down there. I see why a lot of people move down there. And don't get me wrong, there's racism everywhere. But counteract that racism, counteract the racism with love, with love, counteract that with love. I see people that same color as me, that's against me for whatever reason that they might be against me. That's okay. I'm showing love. I'm showing mad love. Because that's what people like Dr. King, Gandhi, that's what they want us to do. Because they know love heals all. Love heals all. And let me explain, you know, why I'm still dreaming. Because the topic is, the topic is why y'all are woke. I'm still dreaming. Let me explain what that is. You know, for me, when I heard the Dr. King speech, um, it took a little different toll for me. 
because I'm a dreamer. I'm I'm a musician. You know, I'm a producer. I'm an engineer. I'm a songwriter. So when I heard Dr. King's speech and he's talking about, you know, I have a dream. You know, we all got dreams and we all got aspirations for what we want to do. Um, and I think that when I heard his speech, um, it spoke to me in volumes of being able to have a platform and to use that platform for a proper voice. When he was talking about, you know, I have a dream that, you know, all the different races could come together and be as one in my brain. It was like, he's, he's explaining the things that he would always want to see, even if he didn't get a chance to see it in real life for it to eventually happen past his own life. And for me, it speaks volumes because that's what music is. Music is an element to exist past your own physical. Let me say that again. Music is the opportunity to exist past your own physical form. That's what I mean by me being a dreamer. When I hear those words from Dr. King, I'm listening to being able to still have a voice past my time of me being on this earth. So that's what I look for now. The things that I do, the moves that I make, the business that I engage in, the type of things that I want people to remember me for, because that's what that's what it comes down to, y'all. It comes down to how do you want to be remembered? I think that's the biggest thing with Dr. King is how you remember him. You know, past the assassination, um, past the so-called uh, allegations of him being a womanizer, um, past the times being in jail. How do you want to be remembered? Dr. King was remembered as a profound, prolific, intelligent, loving, caring, giving man. And that's how I want to be remembered. That's how I want to be remembered. That's how I want my music to live. No matter what, genre, what style, what, you know, what lyrics we talk about. I want the music that I create, at least the majority of it, to transcend time, space, reality, and life. That's what I mean by I'm still dreaming because I'm still dreaming about all the great things that I can still do. And I'm a firm believer in what you dream will come to life eventually. I'm a firm believer in what you dream shall eventually come to the light and may not be in the form that you think. 
stupid. As some way, shape, or form, it's gonna it's gonna exist. I'm dreaming about making some of the dopest records I can possibly ever muster up. I'm thinking about having some of the best studio sessions with some of the greatest artists that you eventually see from now. I'm dreaming about using the finances that I have to build businesses, other businesses like my own, like local astronauts um, with other powerful people, with other growing people. Where's the new Diddy's? Where's the new Obama's? Where's the new Dr. King's? Where's the new Malcolm's? I want to use our platform to create them. I want to use our platform to bring more goodness to this world by any means. Y'all can stay woke if y'all want to. My question is, what you going to do when you wake up? What are you really going to do when you wake up? Because it's coming. Boy, 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 it's coming. Make sure y'all celebrate uh, Dr. Martin Luther King's birthday today, man. Because, man, that's a powerful soul. I I don't know what I would have did in that time. I don't know what would have happened in that time. You know, everybody got ideas of what they feel like they would have did. I don't know what I would have did in that time. I just thank God that I'm at a situation. I'm a, I got an opportunity to do something more and do something because of what he did. And I celebrate that. So whether you woke or you still dreaming, Keep it going. Keep it going. Because we need more good people in this world for real. I appreciate y'all listening. I really, really appreciate y'all listening, man. I definitely had to get this episode out the way on his birthday um, because it's needed. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, we're going to keep this shit rocking, y'all. We're going to keep it on a positive note. We're going to keep doing our thing and we're going to keep excelling the best way possible. You know what I'm saying? If y'all got a dream... Um, you know, stick to it. You know what I'm saying? Stick to your dream. Don't let nobody stop you. Uh, and keep going because eventually it got to turn over. It got to turn over. Pressure bust pipes. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, and make diamonds. You know what I mean? So keep doing what the fuck you're supposed to be doing, man. And make sure y'all subscribe to my podcast. I'm always bringing crazy and uh, ill topics. And I hope that y'all can follow me. Keep in mind that I am. Uh, a creative so sometimes everything <laughs> don't sound like it's you know it, it's it's all put together but it's just my voice it's just my uh attitude it's just this is how i feel man and i appreciate y'all rocking with me man and uh you know tune in next time man tune in next time peace